everyone loves the number one movie in America. The New York Times calls it a high-tech funhouse. Four stars, a rock'em, sock'em action flick. The Washington Post calls it a mix of martial arts and special effects magic. See the movie everyone is talking about. The number one movie in America. No! Mortal Kombat, rated PG-13. Now playing. Welcome back to the podcast, Old Millennials Remember Movies. I am your host, Angela Yoshiko, here with my co-host, Tyler Wilson. Hey, Tyler. Hey, I'm, you just told me off air that, like, you had trouble finding an actual voiceover clip that also included the, yeah, a lot of the 1990-whatever Mortal Kombat clips here for the, for the movie trailer that are, like, TV spots and short were all just, like, the music and then, like, the, the text. Yeah, bummer. So, Which is, I mean, no. yeah, we might have get we might have gotten sued if we just played the music anyway, so it's fine. Yes, so that's right. We are going to be talking about Mortal Kombat, not the new Mortal Kombat, but also we are going to talk about talk the about new Mortal Kombat. Kombat. But we're going to talk about the 1995 Mortal Kombat, and we will get into that at the back half of the episode. But before we get started, hello, how's your back doing? Yeah, it's uh, terrible. So those of us, those of you who have listened and aren't just randomly listening to this episode, we've been on like a month hiatus because I fucked up my back. Yeah. Doing stupid like adulting things that apparently I'm too old. You know what I was going to tell you about? Hmm. I forgot. Not related to my back, but um, I was reading an article in, oh, I forgot the publication, and it was about geriatric millennials. That was the term. Geriatric millennials? And how geriatric millennials can help in the business and how we're like the bridge between techie versus not techie and how we're the bridge between like Gen Z who has no social skills and like how we can help them adapt because why wouldn't they just say old millennials? Yeah. Or elder even like take what's your name's uh, comedy. Schlesinger, right? Yeah. Or is that? Yeah. Where the fuck? Okay. So then I was thinking about this. I I read through the article. It was interesting about the relevance of our generation. But then I was thinking about why geriatric? And I decided mm-hmm. that the reason they used that was that the only way to get us to pay attention to something is to insult us. Oh, sure. Yeah. So then we're like, what the fuck do you call us? Well, are you us? saying that geriatric is a newer negative, has a more negative connotation um, than older so, elder? So I, I, I was curious because I have my internal definition of what geriatric means. Sure. Um, but it does have to do with like health care of old people. Mm. Uh, what does Urban Dictionary say? Of what geriatric means? <laughs> I don't want to know. It's Urban <laughs> Dictionary. No, don't look that up. Geriatric. It's okay. Uh, it's going to be something bad. <laughs> to be insane, stumble, stare at young. Well, there you go. Urban Dictionary tells you. Oh, uh, there's more. Yeah, To I stare know. at young women. All right, stop. <laughs> dribble, incontent, smell of urine. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, why do all the geriatrics have to come to this post office? Yeah, see, the Urban Dictionary is a real negative connotation. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck you, whoever wrote that article. It was... It was good, though, because it got the attention of us old millennials. It was gotcha. to click on the article, didn't it? It sure did. So I, I feel like <laughs> they won. Smart. You lost. And they used it, like, throughout the article. Oh, yeah. Look it wasn't you. just, like, clickbait of the title. It was, like, a, a oh. well-thought-out. Well, it was a well-thought-out, like, piece of, like, getting people to find it in search settings, too. Geriatric. And now i got to give credit due. Jeez, oh, why? Are you a Jerry? Oh, God, now it's, like, all over. See, it was smart. It was a Huffington Post article. Oh, well, there you go. That liberal rag. So now there's like a whole bunch of like geriatric millennial <laughs> fucking columns. Of course. 
Are you a geriatric Man, millennial? We should have. Uh, if only our uh, what pub, our podcast was called the uh, geriatric um, millennials. I was incorrect. It was originally an uh, article on Medium. Okay. Okay. Just to be clear. That liberal. I don't know anything about these. <laughs> <laughs> I only read my QAnon uh, Reddit page. Just kidding. I don't. Yikes. I don't. We don't need any of that heat. <laughs> so seven most telltale signs that you're a geriatric millennial ranked. And you were worried you weren't going to have much to talk about in this episode. And here you are, you're pulling out a geriatric millennial columns. I don't think any of these apply to old millennials. I think this is a stupid column here on... It's like a sub sub thing on on Medium. Yeah. Let's see if these apply to you, Tyler. You regularly go to bed and wake up early? What? Like you go to bed early no. and you wake up early? No, Opposite. me neither. Pro athletes look much, much younger than you do? Well, pro? What do you mean pro athletes? Professional athletes. I mean, not that. I mean, they look different Acid than me because they're in shape. The norm. This article's terrible. Yeah. Pol- politics and parenting finds its way into every conversation with friends. Well, you have to have friends. <laughs> to, you have to have friends to do that. Hangovers are brutal. No, I just I I kick. I don't have friends that disagree with me on those things. You were triggered by the term geriatric millennial. Well, see, that's just what they want. It's you to meant think. to describe those of us who were born between 1980 and 1985. No, that's fucking old millennials, and I am triggered. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of like it. Okay. Okay. So, moving past our millennial talk, which is always I was just asking about your back. <laughs> yeah, my back oh. sucks because I'm a geriatric fucking millennial. Since we're talking about things that we did that were bad, uh, I will have to cop to. It's been so long now because we did go on that hiatus. Uh, we were making a point. I made a big point. When not so much on the podcast, but like in the run up to the podcast in uh, off off microphone, mm-hmm. I was like, "We're going to do Jurassic Park three mm-hmm. as number one hundred and three because we did the Lost World at three, and it's going to be a hundred episodes and later." Listen, you have been saying that for uh-huh. like nine months. I know, and so you would think that I like double checked that. Yeah, that you were like for sure the no. episode three was Lost World. No, <laughs> nope, nope, it wasn't. It was. Uh, I mean, I'm going to confirm again. Jesus. <laughs> Our website is www. <laughs> the Lost World Dress Park was episode four. Yeah, yeah. So technically, up. Uh, it would have been synergy to do one hundred and four. This I episode. would say just blame it on being a geriatric boy. What's funny is I remember like looking it up because for a while I had the I was like, oh, when we get to one hundred and two, we should do that. And you're like, are you sure it's one hundred and two? And I was like, yeah, you know, but I'll check. I'm not sure for sure. So then I checked and I was like, it's three when it wasn't three. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. But just, you know, for... We like to, you know... When I've done something wrong, I'll admit it. There you go. There you go. What episode are we on right now? Uh, This is episode (laughs) 104. No? Did we last record... That the was the, yeah. It's been a while. We we're gonna. We, we had a whole listen. We had a whole animal April planned out with other animal related movies, and then uh, nope, didn't do it. Didn't when record. My geriatricness kicked in. Yep, not done. So now we're moving on to Mortal Kombat, a movie that we watched. A spoiler alert. I don't know when you watched. Well, no, I know you watched it later than me because you fell asleep during this movie at least twice. Well, here's the <laughs> thing. I get tired at nighttime because I'm so. Old. We watched. Let's just say, okay, let's just say that the new Mortal Kombat is only you know available on HBO Max for thirty days. Like that's almost over <laughs> from this recording point. What's your point? 
We watched the old one around that time, too. What's your point? I watched this movie a month ago. You watched it more recently because you didn't remember any of it. So, really, I mean, (laughs) what I like to point out is that our podcast, Tyler, is called Old Millennials Remember. And it's not just about remembering old movies. It's about, can you remember the movie you just watched? That's true. So, you know, it's twofold. It's cool. It's cool. Part of it's part what of what I podcast. struggled with was like the thing, and I know you're tired, but the parts in which you fell asleep to, I was like, How could anyone fall asleep during this part where Scorpion is yelling, Get over here, get over here, in a, in a, in a forest? And then there's a CGI. Are oh, we talking about the movie now? No, I'm just saying, okay, I was tired, <laughs> yeah. So between um, 30 get days, get down ago, here, <laughs> sorry, again. <laughs> Between uh, 30 Days Ago of Lost World and uh, today, we've... No, it was Jurassic Park 3. Whatever I said. (laughs) What did I say? You said Lost World. Same fucking difference. Uh, What have you been watching? Well, I don't know. What have I been watching? What did I put on the list? Well, we watched Mortal Kombat 2021. Do we want to talk about that now or do we want to talk about it after? Let's talk about it. What do you mean after? After we talk about the old Mortal Kombat. Oh, sure. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We watched a movie with... Someone I like as an actor, but man, I can't even remember that I watched this. Oh, we both had this problem where we watched a couple days ago. We were like, "Oh, what do we? Oh, we pro- what do you, you probably have a bunch?" Because you asked me, well, "Oh, you probably have a lot, a lot of movies that you've been watching that yeah. you want to talk about." I was like, "Not really. I've been busy." Um, and then I said, "You know, there was that well, like the last one I watched at that point was Without Remorse." She's like, "What's that?" I was like, I oh, said, "What's that movie?" Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. She's like, "She's like, I didn't watch the movie. It was like literally two days prior. You watched the entire thing with me." It's so forgettable. Even now, I can't remember it. It's yeah. got Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, and he's... I like Michael B. Jordan in everything. He's not bad in this movie. It's just a uh, very generic... You know, it's Tom Clancy. It's like the Jack Ryan series. It's a different character. Um, it's more military, like, battle-focused, I think, than a Jack Ryan adventure seems to be. At least the movie-wise. I'm not really familiar with the books. I don't read the... Okay. Haven't yeah. read a, I haven't read a Tom Clancy book in my life, so I don't know about that. But... Yeah. Um, I... I will share that I force us to fast forward about two minutes of the movie where it's like the typical <gasps> spoiler alert. The wife gets a wife fucking gets fridged murdered. right away. Yeah, I mean, fridged. Yeah. <laughs> what is this new term you keep using? It's not a new term. She just gets fridged. <laughs> like two or three stuck years in ago, the fridge. you taught me the word dispatched, and we just watched, and I was like, "What is dispatch?" And you're like, "You know, like you got dispatched," and I love it. And then just recently, I was watching a movie. Was it the movie we're going to record next? I feel like it was. D- Dragon Slayer. Well, I now you like- say that. We, 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 the, you knowing how this goes, it will not be our next episode. I feel like <laughs> he used the word dispatch, and I was like, Jesus, that's a real fucking word people use. Yeah. I don't know if like a lot of people use the term fridge, but it's like a term. for Since when? For a while. Well, do I have the Urban Dictionary? You can, right? Look up Urban. Fridged. Hold on. First, I'm going to Google fridge. That's different than nuking the fridge, which is a... No, nope, it said, did you mean frigid? How would you spell fridged? I spelled like it fridge. F-R-I-D-G-E-D. Yeah, it was just a D at the end. Oh, what does fridged mean? People also ask. Okay. Fridging is the practice of killing off or hurting a minor character in order to motivate or torture a main character. You're so smart, they fridge Tyler. The, they fridge the wife all the time. That's what they do. Anyway, I hate that shit. I'm over it. I feel like it just propagates female I, it's violence. It's fine. I'm fucking done with it. It's fine. You know what? No, it's not fine. No, no, no. I'm just saying, if you want to have that be a motivation for your character, just do it before the movie starts. Like, say, like, yeah, he lost his wife. Like it's be- like we don't need the scene. Like at, th- at this point, we've seen it so much, at, at least in the in its form that we were given it, that it's not effective. It's not effective. It's just obnoxious. I'm trying to think of like I, I it. I don't want to say it's like a hard and fast rule because like a thing like 
Memento, for example, is a movie that relies exclusively on the fact that his wife is killed, right? But that's a whole different kind of way you know of what? doing that. I'm still fucking That over was also it. 20 years ago, so I mean, I'm just saying like Yeah. I mean, if you're the fugitive, fine. That's fine. That was a long time ago. But now, like, <laughs> just tell a fucking ago. story. <laughs> the Fugitive does the same thing. That <laughs> yeah. was a long time ago. Well, 93. That was a long time ago. Did I get the year right? Yes, you did. Of course I did. <laughs> How many years ago was 1993, Tyler? As much as Jurassic Park was. How many years ago was that? Uh, 28. You sure about that? Yeah, it's 2021, right? Are you sure? Yeah, we're coming up on that 30-year anniversary of The Fugitive, and most, more importantly, the 30-year anniversary of Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, so that was a long time ago. I guess. Anyway, I'm over the killing of wives, so we fast-forwarded that in the movie. And then, guess what? Well, it doesn't now matter. She's not a character. No, it's not a very good movie. Um, yeah, it's just, speaking of Memento, Guy Pierce is in that thing for only one reason. We'll just leave it at that. Spoiler. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah, it's not, it's, 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 it's not particularly memorable. It's not incompetent, I guess. It's just it's just a th- something that yeah. we've seen a lot. It's and not doesn't... bad. It just is like nothing refreshing or new or different. Or and it, and, it, and you can kind of tell like it was sold to Amazon. They didn't like hold on to this thing to eventually put in theaters. It was Paramount. Paramount is starting to put their movies out on their oh, their Paramount Plus streaming platform, but they had sold this prior. But I don't know. It, I get the sense that it was like a movie they, they knew it wasn't great. <laughs> and they just cut their losses on or They sold it to Amazon and made a little bit of money, but whatever. I think the the one redeeming thing I liked about it mm-hmm. was that it was Michael B. Jordan and He's that good. his commanding officer was a black woman. And I thought that was at least something that you don't get to see in every movie. I don't know if that's necessarily the book's situation either. I think it's different. So that's cool. So one redeeming, interesting thing. Anyway. Not enough, though. Oh, you know, the other thing we watched that was... I was very... Well, I'd heard good things, but even after hearing good things and turning it on with our kids, I was really, really surprised by how good it actually was. And that is The Mitchells versus The Machines. Available on Netflix. And it is kind of from the uh, Lord and Miller, the the guys who did uh, a Lego movie. They didn't direct it, but they are involved in producing it. Lego movie and uh, Into the Spider-Verse. And it has a... Very distinct visual style. Uh, you know, it is like traditional CG, but then it's a it's a movie about um, a, a teenage girl who's about to go to college, and she's like a movie maker herself, and she's very, uh, you know, I guess the best way to describe it would be she's, you know, she's very, like, online savvy. It's almost got, like, a TikTok, not the whole movie, but, like, her stuff has, like, this modern TikTok type aesthetic. And I don't mean that in an obnoxious way in any way. I just feel like it like that's just a way that it uses to kind of uh tell its story and have it be, you know, describe its character in a lot of ways, right? But then on top of that it's a movie that's about um well there's machines and there's a like a robot uprising, right? Mm-hmm. That's fun. Mm-hmm. But um this family, you know, her dad is is very not technology based and she is very tech savvy and they're at odds and you feel like you've seen that movie and that seems annoying because the movie's going to come on one come down on one side of that or something like oh the dad just has to learn or the mom or the kid just has to learn how to put her phone down i was like what i really liked about it was it didn't pick a side and it like was nuanced about that argument and like said like you know it's okay to have a blend of these things mm-hmm. but then on top of it it's just a hilarious movie 
Super well written. Yeah. Very well voice acted. Danny the, McBride, yeah. Maya Rudolph is oh, great yeah. in it. Um, Abby Jacobson is, is the, the lead. Main yep, lead. She's was good. great. Yep. Olivia Coleman, who is the voice of the AI. Like the Siri or whatever. Oh my God, yeah. she's so she's great. terrific in it. Yeah, it's really. I was just like floored by. Like the, the the action sequences in it are very good. It's very funny. There's two robots that malfunctioned end up oh, on the family so side funny. that are Beck Bennett and Fred Armisen that are really funny. I don't know. It was just like everything about it. Maybe it was just because like it was also a movie that was meant for theaters. It just got sold to Netflix. But um, yeah, this would have been a great movie on the big screen. I feel like yeah, it's a perfect family movie because Our kids it, really liked it. It depicts a family that I think the majority of families can relate to, where you mm-hmm. feel like you're just a hot fucking mess, and your neighbors just like have their shit together. Yeah. What I also liked about that tiny subplot of the storyline of like having the perfect neighbors is that it it didn't villainize the perfect neighbors. They still no. end up like being really great people. They're not just like frauds who are shitheads who are yeah. appearing to be good. They're, I liked that because yeah. that's an easy like fucking annoying. That could have been an annoying part of the movie. Yeah, it would be. But it was it it yeah, the neighbors were I think a lot of families could relate to it. I think our our kids were surprised by how much I was... I mean, they liked it. I think all four of our kids actually really liked it, but I was, like, just, like, laughing a lot harder. There were a lot of references and jokes that were flying over their head. Yeah, it's really strong. It's a really good movie. I I kind of hope that it lingers around and gets to be in that, like, you know, animated feature Oscar conversation and gets recognized alongside the... I know, but, like, Pixar only has one movie that... And it literally comes out in, like, two weeks... So they only have one movie this year, so I don't know. I mean, it's I, I hope that it that it, people remember it. I, it seems like it's every. I mean, I don't ever like I'm not on social media that much, and I don't I don't see it all the time, so mm-hmm. I can't say. But like my, even on my circle very limited friends. circle, yeah, I don't see a lot of people talking about movies on there really. But like there were several people that talked about how much they liked the Mitchells versus the Machine. So there you go. That says something. It seems to be universally enjoyed. Yeah, I think it's a very approachable, it's like a specific, but a very broad movie. Yeah, and and some people who do not have kids were also, like, even raving about it. And then the people that obviously have kids found found it enjoyable. So, yeah, anyway, it was really good. I liked it a lot. It's kind of one of the more pleasant surprises of the year so far. So that was The Mitchells versus The Machine. Yep, it's on Netflix. Uh, let's see, oh, I watched... Uh, Stowaway on Netflix. That's Anna Kendrick and like Daniel Day Kim from Lost and Ooh. Tony Collette Ooh. are on a, a spaceship going to Mars. Oh yeah, okay. I've seen the promos for that. And then they watched. find a guy stuck in the I don't know, not the rafters. That's not right for a spaceship. The tubes. Sure. Sounds a guy stuck, stuck in the stuck in the ship. And uh, that's like so the movie like I, I think the temper expectations. I think. A lot of people would hear that premise and think, like, ooh, what's that guy doing there? Is there trouble? And I think it's fair to, like, just dispel. No, he's not trouble. He just legitimately got stuck there. Whether or not, it doesn't explain it, really, and I I think some people get annoyed by that. I don't really mm-hmm. care. It's just like, okay, no, he's stuck. He's there. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm fine. I'm ready to just move on with the premise, right? Sure. And the basic premise is that they have damage to the ship, and they only have oxygen for three people, and now there's four people. Oh, shit. And so... The obvious thing is to, like, well, we're going to have to fucking kill this guy. But, like, the ethical decision of that and who's essential is kind of becomes, like, this uh, moral dilemma. And, uh, yeah, I think it, it's not a – it's not, like, a great movie, but it's solid. And I like the performances. I think Anna Kendrick's pretty good in it. Um, 
it has a one really terrific like it's all set it's it seems very low budget because mm-hmm. it's all set in the spaceship and they like quickly explain away why there's gravity on the ship and so they can just kind of walk around right but then it does have this pretty great sequence outside the spaceship that goes on for about 15 minutes toward the end that is just genuinely exciting and Ooh. thrilling and then it um it kind of becomes something else again and it it's more of a drama but it's not great but i don't know for like a low like kind of a smallish budget kind of like character study i thought it was solid good actors okay. too yeah good yeah. actors i like daniel day kim i like tony collette i like i can't remember the name of the guy who's the fourth guy he's relatively new to me apparently he's going to be showing up in some other stuff soon but gotcha. he was new to me i don't remember i don't re- did not recognize him um anyway it's okay it's solid should I watch it? Eh, no. Okay. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's not incredible, but it, you know, it was something to watch. And then I've been watching, uh, last thing I'll say, I think that's the last thing I told you, was uh, Mayor of Easttown, mm-hmm. Kate Winslet show on HBO. I'm not a TV watcher, as you know, but if you're telling me that Kate Winslet's going to be on a thing, I'm going to watch it. Who you've had a crush on since I like Kate the Winslet. day you knew Kate Winslet was an actress. And it's one of these crime shows. She's a cop in a small town. She's doing this... Uh, SNL had a pretty good, actually, a pretty good funny parody about the type of show this is with the accents. But Kate Winslet's accent is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, it doesn't, it's not distracting at all. Um, really well acted. It's just one of those things where, again, it's like, we're recording this when there's only like five out of the seven episodes out. Okay. So I don't know the whole, the whole premise. But the problem I have is like this week to week business with a show like this is annoying to me. Uh. <laughs> this is why I don't watch TV as much because I'm just like, okay, like, I got it. Like, she's got a lot of troubles at home. But, like, who killed the girl? Can we just, like, get to the thing? Like, we figured this out. Like, I, you know, we're stretching it out past the point of me being yeah. excited about it. Yeah. And there's, like, the cast is, like, again, it's, like, get Guy Pierce is in this. And it's just, like, again, now I'm only re- I'm only talking about this having only seen, like, I, the fifth one's out. I've only watched four. But, like, Guy Pierce is in the show and he's doing nothing. I was, like, well, why is he in the show? Like, I, something's gonna happen with this character. He's a bad guy. <laughs> or something, right? And there's, like, like, a couple characters like that. So, I mean, he might be a red herring, but then, like, why is Guy Pierce in the show? Jean Weird. Smart, I get. She's great. Jean Smart's great in everything, and she's more central to the characters because she plays Kate Winslet's mom, but, um, I don't know. It's good, but, like, this is why I watch movies, so I can just <laughs> get the story done. You know what I mean? Yes. Because, I, you know, even when I watched, like, uh, like the Mandalorian, I watch because it's well, number one is Star Wars, but like those are all, sh- all actually also a little bit self-contained in a lot of ways. Uh, WandaVision and the Falcon show, not necessarily, but it's you know, I'm gonna watch those. What am I? Not, am I gonna not watch those? It's Star Wars and Marvel. We all have to watch. Those. It's like a fundamental requirement Nerd. as a cultural. Uh, if you're a part of pop culture, you have to watch those. Yeah, so you have to watch those, right? Okay. okay. I guess you don't have to, but you know, mm-hmm. you kind of have to, right? Mm-hmm. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all? That's all I got. Okay. You watch anything? You know, the usual. <laughs> like what? Just TV shows? I watched uh, Good Omens from 2019, I think it was, on Amazon Prime, with some British people doing some things. Mm-hmm. Doc- the guy from Doctor Who is on it, playing like... Uh, like David Tennant? Yeah. Okay. And the other guy, who you confused with the other guy? Martin Freeman? Is he in the show, or am I getting confusing with somebody guy. else? The uh, other guy. I do this all the time. He's, he's British actors, uh, man. Anyway. Isn't Nick Offerman in that show? Uh, Ron Swanson? Yes, as a voice. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> I think. I don't know. Wow. How yeah. do you watch these shows and not know who's in them? Francis McDermott is the voice of God in the show. Oh, okay. Sure. Os- uh, third time, ta- three-time Michael, Oscar winner. Michael Sheen. Oh, Michael Sheen. Yeah, I did the Michael Sheen. John Hamm's in it. Is David Tennant actually in it? Yeah. Okay. Now, I get Michael Sheen and Martin Freeman confused all the time. I don't know why. Anyway. And then don't even throw another Sheen in there if you give me Martin, uh, like, uh, Charlie Sheen or, uh, uh, Martin Sheen. I'm all confused. <laughs> oh my god, you're funny. <laughs> Anyway, you watched that. It was a good I watched show. that. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's based on a book, I guess. Uh, it's Neil Gaiman, isn't it? Am I got that right? Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> I like how I'm just like guessing, and you don't know. <laughs> you know everything. It's I didn't watch the show. I just think I've heard about it. It came out a couple years ago. I'm not sure. You're ridiculous, Tyler. All right, let's talk about Mortal Kombat. Are you sure? Do we have to? Just yeah. kidding. I'm so excited to talk about Mortal Kombat. We need to first talk about. High stats of Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, that's the thing we do. That's the thing we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. High stats. Mortal Kombat <laughs> is a movie that was released on August 18th, 1995. Okay. It was rated PG-13. Sure. That was a probably... People were mad about that, probably. Yeah. Because they wanted it to be R. gory enough. That's right. It was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Yep, Paul W.S. Anderson is a we've done a, we've done an episode uh, a movie already of his called Event Horizon. Yeah, he's also known for the Resident Evil series with Mila Jovovich, who I think he's married to, and uh, or at least maybe was at some yeah. point. And then he also made like uh, Alien vs. Predator, that first one, not great, but and you know those Resident Evil movies, I could take or leave in my opinion. I but mean, you better watch yourself. They're fine. I don't know. I there's this weird thing where Paul W.S. Anderson. I mean, almost by trade, he kept getting compared to like the Paul, the other Paul. I mean, he even changed his names, like his screen title Paul name, Thomas Anderson, and then Wes Anderson, right? I mean, that's the thing. But so, I mean, I think like film nerds were just like, "Well, this guy sucks," right? Because he's not as good as those other Andersons, which is not fair to him. He's not trying to be no. them. But then I think there's been a weird like reassessment of Paul W. S. Anderson recently. I've heard a lot of people kind of praising his style mm-hmm. and some of the Resident Evil movies, which I, I can't admit to seeing all of them. And so I saw so I, I it's hard for me to say that they're good or bad necessarily. They're all the same. So yeah, yeah. You've seen one. You've seen them all. Um, but I like Event Horizon. I think we, we we've talked so about that. Good. So and I spoiler alert. I kind of like Mortal Kombat movie from 1995. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say something smart. Oh, we watched um, about Paul W.S. Anderson. We watched a VHS special that was at the end of some Mortal Kombat cartoon that was to promote the movie. Very and exciting. And there was like an interview with him and you were like, oh, I didn't realize he was British. I didn't realize he was British. So that was interesting hear- hearing his take at the time, right? An interview back in 1995. And I... I I would just remember him saying, like, I just really like to make movies for young people. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I don't know what that means. Well, I think that, I mean, he definitely is a a, a, a director who, you know, it's it's stylish, it's fast, there's cuts, there's, uh, it's very, like, in your face, it's very, there's no, not a lot of subtlety, you know what I mean? I think in, it's a video game adaptation, I mean, I, so... I kind of understand that, but anyway, you can continue with the high stats. Some additional high stats, yes, of course. Okay. Oh, my scroller's not working. I was going to tell you who stars in the movie, because they're big-time names. Uh, Bridget Wilson. Bridget Wilson Sampras, now. Is she still Sampras? Is that still a thing? Yeah. 
Okay. She now is. When she did not combat, she was and just Bridget Wilson. People know her from Billy Madison. I'm not sure if she's made anything else but in these two movies. You want to know a some. fun fact about her? Mm-hmm. Her first thing she did was like four episodes of Saved by the Bell. That is correct. Sorry, I was doing that? the Billy Madison thing. But did you know Which that? episodes? I can tell you. Do you want me to tell you? Yep. Okay. <laughs> she was marked as uncredited, though. Oh, was she just in the background? I don't know. She has the same character. Goddamn, scroll's not working on this stupid computer. Okay. Okay, hold on. Now I gotta use, like, the fucking keyboard. It's not the save... C at the Galleria, girl. No, Saved by the Bell, Ginger. Mmm. Yeah, and okay. The following episodes, yep. The New Girl, Masquerade Ball, yep. The Will, yep. and Slater's Sister. Yep. Ginger. Plays Ginger. Yep. No, I got it. What? Yep. 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 Seems <sighs> to be all in around 1992. Yep. Yep. Got it. Good for her. Good for she her. She went up in my book a little bit. Did she? She Way was also go. in Last Action Hero. Oh, yeah. That's right. She is in Last Action Hero. Future episode of Last Action Hero. Didn't we already do that one? No. Are you should. sure? It's an interesting movie. It's very weird. Uh, Mortal Kombat, which we're talking about right now. Yep. And then really she kind of like stopped acting. Yeah. And then the other people in the movie, I mean, there's Christopher Lambert. Is it? L- this is my question. Christopher Lambert. Lambert or is it Lambert? Lambert. Okay. He is playing Raiden, Lord Raiden. I don't know. I was just oh, okay. guessing. We'll call him Lambert. I don't know. That's fine. Sorry if it's not how you say it. But he's known for lots of stuff, but that was kind of like the only real big name in this movie. And then who plays Liu Kang and, and Johnny Cage? Robin I'm not familiar. Shu plays Liu Kang. Okay. Um, Who's good. He's like, I would say, he's like the de facto lead of the movie, and I think he's actually pretty solid in it. Yeah. He was, yeah. yeah. I would say he was like... The standout performer of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lyndon Ashby played Johnny Cage. He was terrible. Not good. Awful. Not a good actor. <laughs> Seems like a nice guy. Sure. <laughs> Don't want to be mean to him. Maybe look it up before you say that because he He's might... probably not a nice guy. He's like Jeffrey Epstein. I just friend. don't want to. Yikes. <laughs> I don't want to like put him down, but like that was a terrible performance. Yeah. Hey, not guess great. what? He's in Resident Evil. Oh, well, there you Extinction. go. Hold on, I guess. Extinction, see. that's like the... Which number is that? Yeah. I know yeah. they number these things. Well, he's been not in that much of stuff. Okay. Hold on, now I gotta look at some of the stuff that he's in. He's in Resident Evil. A lot Evil. of TV Extinction. movies. Like, a lot. Yeah. Probably some Hallmark. So, here's what he some... got after Mortal Kombat. People okay. are like, you're so great. Would you like to be in a little movie called Cadillac Ranch? Blast? Shelter? Oh, he was... Oh, you know what? He was in... All 35 episodes of Melrose Place. There's Oh, the new Melrose Place? No, from 1993 to 1998. There's, there's more than 35 episodes of I Melrose I mean, he Place. was in 35 episodes of oh, Melrose Oh, so he Place. kept appearing over the As course Dr. of the As Dr. Brett Cooper. Oh, he's a doctor. And also Charles Reynolds, apparently. He played two people on the show? <laughs> I don't know why it's a slash Charles Reynolds. Oh, wow. Apparently. There's probably some story to that. There's a podcast about Melrose Place that probably gets into that all over the place. Oh, probably. Yeah. No, I don't know. He, yeah. The problem with the character of Johnny Cage is like... Uh, 55 episodes of The Young and the Restless. Sorry. He's very much like intended to be like, because he's playing like a movie star, right? Mm-hmm. So like... You think like it should like they should cast a movie star, but like it's the Mortal Kombat movie. Episodes of Days of Our Lives. Okay, he's in a lot of those. That's not soap that opera. many though. When you talk about super soap operas, that's like four weeks. Yeah, that's not <laughs> that much when they're like daily. So like I'm I'm just like like clearly they wanted like a oh, probably shit. A better he was act. in 88 episodes of Teen Wolf, which I've watched most of. He's much older now. Maybe he's an older fella. He plays Sheriff Noah Stelinski. 
Well, he's been acting. God, you were bad mouthing. Well, he's had a, just a steady career, Wolf. hasn't now he? Now I got to go back and watch Teen Wolf. He's just been in everything. He's a star. Anyway, I'm just saying, like they wanted, like uh, I mean, I know the the IMDb is like, oh, they they really wanted to get Jean Claude Van Damme, and he turned it down for to do Street Fighter, which I don't know if that's true, but like definitely it would have been like a more of a get to get like a Jean Claude or, or any action star. This is just a just a guy. He's just, just a, a guy. guy. Not convincing as a fighter either. Just no, nah, none of it's yeah, working. Yeah, he didn't check the movie star checkbox or the martial artist. Like checkbox. the Liu Kang guy, you know that guy looks like he, you know, he seemed capable in his fight scenes. Whereas I, even Bridget Wilson seems a little bit more capable than the other guy. But whatever. What are you gonna do? What uh, are you gonna do? I'll tell you what you're gonna do. You're gonna record a podcast several years after the movie comes out. And make fun of him. That's what we're doing. That's what you're going to do. So it came out in late August. Makes it seem like they were like, that's like a late summer kind of deal. This was a huge fucking hit, though. It was a huge hit. I remember that. Do you? How much was the budget? Not much. $18 this, million. Yeah, really. And then worldwide, $122 million. Yeah, it's good. Good. And I mean, the game was very popular at the time. It's still a game that's very popular. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing was is it was PG-13. And look, here's the thing. This was like a kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation totally. because they wanted the violence. Like people want the violence, right? But you can't do that without in a in a PG thirteen movie. And you, the people, the people who are going to go to the Mortal Kombat movie are like the kids who are playing yeah. it when they're not supposed to be. Yeah. So <laughs> I I was thinking just right now about this nineteen ninety three. How I was ten. Ninety five. Or ninety five. Yeah. So I was twelve. My cousin Tommy and DJ played this video game. Yeah. Uh, they're four years younger than me. Yeah. They were eight. Yeah, and there was, like, I mean, you know, people, no, clearly they shouldn't be people ripping their heads off and blood all over the yeah, place. So you, and it's 16-bit or whatever, but still. If they had done this as a rated R movie, they they're, they would not have gotten They it. wouldn't have been able to do the things. I mean, nowadays, like, although, see, that's the thing I do want to talk about is, like, I think they kind of do a pretty good job of, like, like for a yeah. PG-13 to still kind of give you some of that. It's definitely still violent. Oh, yeah. It's just not. It's a little bit of implied violence in some key spots, but then, like, I don't know, like, I think they did a pretty good job I considering. Too. I was like, this is only PG-13. Especially when you compare it to, like, the Street Fighter movie, which doesn't need to be gory, but that can still contains no fighting. <laughs> like, there's no actual fighting in the Street Fighter movie, which we've done the previous episode on. This is true. Yeah. There's no, there's like no fighting in that movie <laughs> until the end. There's some fighting, not really, but not like they're not. No, no, there's not. <laughs> they're all, they're always interrupted. I, I would argue with you more, but I don't remember. No, that, that's a movie where people are about to fight and then something happens, <laughs> <laughs> and then they fight at the end. But yeah, they fight at the end. Yeah, no, okay. it's ridiculous. So them's are your high stats. Yeah, so you know. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to confuse the Mortal Kombat movie for uh, quote-unquote high art. What? But <laughs> you got to think 1995 and in comic or not comic book video game movies like there wasn't that many of them at this time. But they were all terrible, right? I mm -hmm. mean, like, the Super Mario Brothers movies. I mean, not that we, anybody should have expected that to be good, but it was far and away different from, mm -hmm. like, what people were expecting it to be, right? Um, and then we see the future, uh, you know, after after Mortal Kombat, all the movies that came after, including entries in the Mortal Kombat series and other uh, uh, video game movies that are all not good. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because... I think, it like, Roger Ebert especially, like, loved the doggone video game movies. And I think that that was a little bit unfair because it's like, 
because no, he, he he. I think it's fair to dog on video game movies. He would dog on video games being a lesser art form. Yeah, and he that's that's com- completely missing the he point. He would repeatedly do that. It's completely missing the point. It's just that it's not a medium that translates particularly well into a movie because, like a video game, like is involving the person. Like you're, it's there's some aspect of first person there that doesn't get translated well into a movie very well. At least not easily. Mm-hmm. So you know, taking aside all that, what is Mortal Kombat the video game? Well, it's it's a video game where people fight till they die. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going to give you that. We're mm-hmm. going to give you people fight, and we're going to give you some semblance of the story. Yeah. We're going to give, you know, characters who are at least, at least for the, at the bare minimum, visually interesting because they do match what they look like in the game. Um, it's not particularly well acted. It's not, like, particularly well staged action, but it's giving you what you want. Totally. And it's giving you a lot of it. Yep. It's giving you a lot of fighting. It's giving you a lot of... What I also liked about it was a lot of... just the, Especially when you say it's $18 million. Uh, great you know, location use uh, and, and some of the stuff... like Just the fact that they have like the little... <laughs> I call it the horsey boat. Because it's like the little yes, horsey logo. Dragon. It looks like a horsey. It's a fucking dragon. <laughs> looks Jesus, like a horsey. Tyler. But the boat has that, and then they have the little canoes that have that, and they yeah. land on a beach that's kind of in- visually interesting. Yeah, they're doing a whole fucking thing. And, and then you go to that like Johnny Cage fight with the uh, scorpion that starts in the in the woods, and then it, they they suddenly get uh, transported into like a, a dungeon with a bunch of uh, stairs and woods and ladders, yeah. and it's red and. You know, some of the interior cave type stuff's not great, but I mean, this is always changing locations. It's giving me different visuals. Um, I don't know, especially when you look at the approach nowadays with this kind of stuff on a lower budget. Even if we talk about the new Mortal Kombat, which we'll get into, like everything in that new Mortal Kombat is set in like the same pit. It's just very visually uninteresting. And at least they're giving me like something to look at in this, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though it might be dated, even though it's giving me some CGI that looks really, really dated now. I would rather take that than generic. Totally. This movie's not generic. It's going for it. It's, it's going totally for it. Is. It's like, we got $18 million. Let's squeeze every dollar we can out of it. Let's give people what they want, which is these characters fighting. They do it. Right? Totally. That's my thoughts on it. I don't know. what you. What were you thinking when you watched it? Because I know you... Struggle to stay awake. Okay, I wasn't falling asleep because of the movie. Right. I was just falling asleep because I was fucking tired. Right. Oh, you know, the one thing I was going to mention, some of these IMDb trivia things, but this one seems to check out. Steven Spielberg is apparently, like, a big fan of Mortal Kombat, and they were suggesting that they were going to get Spielberg to cameo in the movie. I personally find that to be complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, like, when Johnny Cage is on set of the movie, the director looks a lot like Steven oh, Spielberg. Oh, yeah, he's definitely styled to look like <laughs> Spielberg. <laughs> so that's kind of uh, funny. You know, you, I would say that he would never do that, but then I in the movie Austin Powers 3, Goldmember, mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg appears in that movie as himself. As what? like I'm directing a movie. I do not movie. remember that. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I should say that he, you'd think he wouldn't do that, but I guess he maybe would, so I don't know. Um, okay, so let's talk about a little bit of the... Uh, what's going on with this? Uh, this is my, I think this is an issue of uh, Mortal Kombat in general. What's going on with the rules of Mortal Kombat? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, I'm so confused. There's a tournament, right? And it's, it's you know, it's a tournament where some people die, some people don't. I don't know. Yep. It's run by a, a evil wizard guy. Uh, Shang, what's his name? Um, sorry for people that really love Mortal Kombat. 
I don't. That's the thing. I'm, I'm not coming at this from someone who is an ardent Mortal Kombat player. I've played Mortal Kombat. I've played Sun. it then. Shane Sun. But here's the thing. Like, apparently, if you win or your side wins 10 in a row. In a row. You get to take over the universe or whatever. And they've won nine in a row. Mm-hmm. And so now it's just like, oh, shit. Now we got to get, like, Raiden's like, we got to get fucking serious about this. We yep. can't let this happen. A yep. number, number 10, he's worried about it. I feel like maybe they should have brought in the big guns, like, a number. Like, once you, like, ratchet off five in a row and the universe is at stake, I don't know. I think it's time to get a little serious. Yeah, you better, like, knock that down. Yeah, you want to knock it down before it becomes an issue, right? Because yes. if you get to seven, you're feeling like people are talking about the momentum. You know, yes. they're talking about what's going on. You're, uh, they, they, nothing, they can't lose at some point, right? And then uh, there's a lot of the... I know this, they're trying to make it to the game, but there's a lot of uh, yelling out of, like, uh, flawless victory or brutality or whatever. What I don't get is, like, the flawless victory, I thought in the game signified when you were able to beat your opponent without taking any damage. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't happen in this movie. Like, there's the guy that fights girl... There's a guy that gets briefly introduced at the beginning of the movie that is only introduced to get killed later. <laughs> like, because he just barely has a name. He's like, his name is Freddy or some nonsense. It's not a character from the game, so you're just like, oh, that guy's gonna die. Um, but, like, he fights Goro, which we can talk about in a minute, but... He, like, gets a few kicks in it on him, punches him a couple times, hurts him, and, uh, when he dies, inevitably, they say, oh, fl- he, the guy goes, flawless victory. That wasn't a flawless victory. He hit him a couple times. Yeah, I mean, according to the Mortal Kombat fandom, a flawless victory is a feat achieved by winning a round. Mm-hmm. Oh, winning a round. A round, yeah. A round. Well, there's were there rounds. multiple rounds? No, there's three rounds. If you win, you know, best so of three. So maybe that's why he was saying Flawless Victor about the round. It was only the one whole... round. They were only fighting in the round. Uh, there's no rounds in the, the player, movie. Without the player incurring any damage. Yeah. I guess you could say it's a Flawless Victor because Goro didn't bleed, but nobody bleeds in the movie. Oh, he wasn't. He didn't incur any damage. He hit him a couple times? They yelled. He was didn't like, yeah, him. you kicked him. Eh, didn't hurt him, apparently. I guess. Um, One thing that I was confused about was that I was assuming that every fight was a Mortal Kombat. But it has to be declared Mortal Kombat at the beginning, and then it can't be refused. That's in the movie? Huh? That's in the movie? The explanation? Yeah, they say that in the movie? No, I'm on MortalKombat.Fandom.com reading the rules of the tournament. In the movie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's why, like, Liu Kang face, faces Sonya, or not Sonya. What's the other lady's name? Katana? Yeah. I don't know. What's the other girl's name? I can look Sonya is, Sonya Blade is the Bridget Wilson character. No, the other one. The lady who's, like, the princess. Katana. Mm-hmm. They fight, and I'm just like, oh, they're having a conversation while they fight, and then they're not actually fighting, and then it cuts to a whole different scene where Liu Kang is fighting, like, uh, Sub-Zero. And I was like, wait, was that a Mortal Kombat? Did he have to kill? Did one of them have to kill each other? Is Katana dead? But though she shows up right away. And then she's all, like, giving him hints about what to do, and she's like, in order to fight your next battle, you must use the element that brings life. It's just like, why don't you just say, say what you mean? Like, why are you talking in riddles? Because she shows up again and does the same thing. And then, of course, we know, like, he sees a puddle of water. And he's like, oh, water. Water. That'll fix it. Just say water, Katana. Don't yeah, be convoluted. Don't, don't fucking... Is this... I don't need a decoder ring. Nine... You, you already lost nine. You're at ten. Is this the time to be talking in riddles? Same with fucking Raiden, man. Raiden, like, you need to be direct about what's going on here. Totally. You're trying to give people the push or motivation. You you say you don't want people to challenge certain people, but then you secretly smile after Johnny Cage challenges Goro. He's like, ah, ha, ha, I did that. Ha, ha, ha. 
that's the great thing. So I think one of the joys of the movie really is Christopher Lambert playing Raiden as a uh, just like a silly wizard man. Yeah. <laughs> He's just uh, a silly wizard man. He's just having fun. He laughs at everything. Uh, Johnny Cage kicks Goro in the nuts, and he goes ah, ha, ha, and like slaps someone on the mm-hmm. side. He's always just laughing. He's having a good time. How old do you think he was when, during that movie? I don't know. He rarely wears the hat, and that's kind of the key thing with Raiden. I wonder if he was just like, I'm not wearing this hat. He was only like 38 years old. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 38. Yeah. Oh my god! Born in '57. I guess Raiden. That's it's weird because we saw the new Mortal Kombat. And I was they Raiden comes in. I'm just like that guy's not very old. No, I was like as I guess Raiden doesn't have to be old. And then we were listening to a clip of uh, Ebert in Siskel. Yeah, and he made a comment that his voice was synthesized. Yeah, I didn't notice that. I just heard. I one. mean, now <laughs> it makes sense. Now when you because he's hear like, it, he's got lightning powers. He's like toxin, and there's like multiple layers. I thought it. he was just doing a bit. <laughs> I mean, this you I, you were easily impressed with his abilities. Yeah. So I think other fans of this uh, franchise might be kind of disappointed in how they use like uh, the the three guys with the mask. Is this movie anti-mask? By the way, because all the mask wearing guys are bad guys. You notice that? Well, it depends if you're pro villain or anti villain. Well, sub zero. If you're pro villain, then it's a pro mask movie. If you're anti villain, then it's an anti mask movie. Oh, see, it's convoluted. No, sub zero, scorpion, and reptile are all uh, bad guys in this uh, realm. They all look, you know, they just they look the same except for they have different colors, right? And then reptile, of course, has uh, just some of the most unfortunate like 1995 CGI in history as oof, he like moves oof, around. Oof, yeah. And then like he turns into a man for a little while, but then like he. Like after he gets beat and he, like gets t- turned into a stone or whatever again, like he like a bunch of worms and stuff come out of the thing. I don't know what's going on there either. He's a reptile. I didn't quite follow what was happening there. I was also not a fully awake. You tried to watch. So then the scene that I made you watch literally three times is because it's freaking great. Is the Johnny Cage in the woods yeah. with a not a great CGI? Uh, <sighs> what do you call that thing that comes out of his hand? Like a snake, a robot snake, a mechanical snake arm. Like a Doc Ock kind of thing? What is that thing? Yeah, it's a snake. It's a snake that comes out of his hand? No, 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 it's a stinger because he's a scorpion. But why does it come out of his hand? Why is it? It's like a snake head, though. And it has like a snaky head. I don't know. What is that thing? Scorpion Mortal Kombat snake thing? (laughs) Good search. I like that search. Let's see what happens. Oh, it brings me some clips. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, was a screen rant about how uh, Mortal Kombat got it wrong. That one? Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> like, Depicts the kunai as sentient. A hole opens in Scorpion's palm and a snake-like creature emerges. Yeah? That's wrong, apparently. It shouldn't be like that. But based on the game that was only like a Super Nintendo game at the time? What, what are we talking about here? Yeah. I don't know about that, but... Uh, what yeah. is Scorpion's weapon called? No. Kunai? I don't know. Well, that's different than what... I mean, This is that's definitely not just a weapon. It's something coming out of his hand in this movie. It's a magical movie. thing. Yeah, all right. Well, well I'll, see, read, I'll read this little round. I'll get uh-huh. back to you in a second. You're supposed to keep talking. Oh, I don't have anything to say. Okay. <laughs> Let's let me go, let me search on the page. No, but I, what I like about the movie is that it, it, it just is okay with being so silly. Because once they get to the like ladder land, uh, they... Not only turns Scorpion's head into like a skeleton on fire, like Ghost Rider, 
Uh, then he blows sm- fire at him, and but then like uh, Johnny Cage ends up like using a sword to slice the. So, and then you know it gets a little away with some of this violence by like because it's a skeleton head now he can slice the part of the skeleton head off, right? So it's like a a death, but without being like blood, right? Mm-hmm. But then you also get like the uh, the autograph, the Johnny Cage autograph falling to the ground because uh, that was like his final. He threw an autograph down when he beat people. So, so apparently it's supposed cool. to be... Silly, though. Apparently it's supposed to be a spear that comes out. Okay. That's all. Not a deadly snake. It's supposed to be a spear. Well, it's, ro- it's mechanical. It's supposed to be not... I mean, it's supposed to be mechanical. But no, they made that look like it was a live snake in the movie. Yeah, that's it fine. Because like, it's cool. It's, it's, yeah, it's Which cool. apparently really threw people off. Okay. Well, I, don't know, I like that scene. <laughs> And this person says that, like, once the video game CG caught up with what it was supposed to look like, then you could tell that it was a spear. Because oh. in the in the video game before that, you couldn't really tell. But, like, did they not... Okay, so that, that brings me another question. Did, like, the people that made this movie, like... Did ask they again? ask anybody nah. any questions at the studio or, nah, or, the, or the game developers? Nah. Like, what is that thing? And they're just like, oh, they're snake. Like, okay, pause. That looks like a fucking <laughs> snake. All right, good, go. Like, they talk to you nobody. I mean? They're just like, you got it. Yeah, yeah. it's a snake. Pause. Yeah, that's how they did it. Um, you know, I think that the only thing that really, other than the CGI, the bad, the silly CGI, like, I think the only thing that really kind of hurts the movie, like, long term is, like, I think some of the martial arts action is kind of rote. Oh. It's just not that exciting. It's just very, like, you know, standard. It's, it's tough when we have such good martial arts to compare it to. But, like,. We were watching that VHS uh, yeah, we special were. thing, yep. and they bring in the guy that's like, oh, we got Ron Johnson here. He's the best fight choreography in the world. Here's Ron. This is some bald white guy. And you're you're like, like, why is the fucking white guy the best martial arts And that might be true at the time, but like, we've, I mean, obviously there was a lot of martial arts movies coming from overseas that were had, were incredible before this, like Jack, I mean, all, I mean oh, Jack yeah. Chan, Jack, all these Lee, guys are yeah. ruling, right? And Bruce Willis, right? But like, those guys weren't necessarily working in Hollywood that much. And that kind of happened. They started coming over more into Hollywood movies a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And so since then, we have a lot of that, right? And, you know, there's other people who've gotten just better at it. Like, not yes. doesn't matter where they're from. They're from all sorts of places. So, like, nowadays, we're just very much spoiled with, like, the best of the best. So when you go back to this kind of stuff, it's like, eh, it's not the great. But I appreciated that it wasn't CG flipping around. I'm just saying, like... So that was a positive. Like, real talk... I feel like there's better action in 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles than there is in 1995 Mortal Kombat. And I'm not saying, look, and that's more of a compliment to TMNT 1990, but I would, I would even venture to say this, TMNT 3, the, uh, the, uh, the, the black sheep, as it were, of the franchise, I think it has better action in the, than, uh, Mortal Kombat. Well, Mortal Kombat's not just about martial arts. It's about magic fighting shit. A little bit, yeah. That's true. So it's not like, we are the kings of martial arts. It's like, I have a thing that shoots out of my fucking hand or my eyes a goddamn laser. That's true. So, Kano you know, you kind of lose eye. some of that martial arts. So then, you know, and some, like I said, more of the, some of these, like, uh, fatality, Sub-Zero ends up getting, like, uh, impaled. Uh, yeah, dispatched, impaled with an own, his own ice pick, yeah. which seems like that, that shouldn't. But he's made it, isn't he's, he? Made ice. I was so confused how how water could be a weapon against fucking Sub Zero, Ice Man. He he can get stabbed by his own ice. So no he must be a magic sense. conjurer ice and not made of ice. <laughs> well, even question. still, he should be able to handle some water being thrown at like, him. Oh shit! Someone used my he's ice like, against ah, me. Someone threw a bucket of water at me. <laughs> fucking dead now. <laughs> yeah, and then uh uh. 
Poor Liu Kang. The only thing, the other thing about this movie is that like, it seems like it, like when Sub Zero is down, like oh this movie's almost over. There's only like a couple guys yeah. left, and then it's like oh yeah, we gotta take Korra and then there's the main guy, and it's like there's like 35 minutes left, and you're oh, just like shit. Like, I'll how, just take a little nap. How long is this? So that's a little bit weird. It takes a little bit too much time to get to. Because Reptile Fight comes after all that. So it just feels weird that we get Scorpion and Sub-Zero dispatched so early, because it does feel like we're building up to something at the end, and then we got another, like, 40 minutes to go. Mm-hmm. I will say this, though. I love <laughs> the simplicity and beauty of the Goro uh, makeup slash animatronic. Oh, my God. It was a four-armed mm-hmm. monster. They had a man uh, in the thing, and then they, you know, they added some robotics, it mm-hmm. looks like. And... God bless them. It's such a simple... Like, it can really only do, like, two things. It can go... And lift his arms up. Totally. <laughs> or, you know, flex, and then maybe use one arm to punch. Totally. Um, but, you know, I love that it's just that. Especially when you see, like, the new movie, and it's like, here's a CGI thing. I'm like, yes, no, the I like CG the Goro. looks terrible. I like this Goro. He's, uh, you know, it's he's a guy in a suit. It's nice. He's got some extra arms. And, uh, yeah, he gets punched in the nards, and uh, Raiden laughs at that, and, uh, you know, goes over a cliff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like the super warrior of the... Which I find confusing. Nine years... Like, he's basically responsible for this nine-year run. He can't move for shit. I mean, essentially, if you just, like... I mean, they basically lured him to a ledge, and he fell. That's... He dies by that. <laughs> like, no one thought of this before? <laughs> he's very slow. He's very... And not seemingly not very smart. He's resilient, though. What does that mean? He's not mean? damaged easily. I think the cliff damaged him. I know, but, like, <laughs> kicking him didn't do shit. Well, from Freddy. <laughs> was that his name, or did you just make No, that's, I think his name was Freddy. <laughs> Anybody named Freddy in a movie, you're just like, that guy's gonna die later. They don't have a Freddy in the game, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and then the the final fight. So, one annoying thing is that while Sonya Blade does uh, fight and kill Kano relatively early in the movie, she's shown to be pretty tough. She kind of gets damseled here. Ugh, she gets taken by the bad guy. He thinks he's going to challenge her. You know, it's kind of annoying. They put her in a skimpy outfit. It's <laughs> like, obnoxious. What? what are they... What? They, put her, they put her in a skimpy outfit and Luke King's got to fight him. And what's funny about the Luke King stuff is that he is, like, upset about his brother being dead. And the the main guy, keep the Shang Shang, what's his name? Sung Shang? Bad guy's name. Main bad guy. Shang. 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 Sung. Shang Sung. Shang Sung is like a morph. He can morph into a different th- people. Mm-hmm. And they know this. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the funniest thing. So what he does is that he, he actually transforms in front of Liu Kang into his brother. His dead brother. And is trying to make the case that, like, I'm really your brother. But, like, Liu Kang, buddy, you just saw him actually transform into him. You know that's not him. And he kind of, like, has a conversation for a little while, and it's like, yep. what are you You're doing, like, buddy? You're like, oh my god, he's gonna fall for this. Hey, buddy, he literally transformed right in front of you. He, like, turned his back and then was like, hi, I'm your brother. At least he could have, like, gone around a corner and been like, eee! Yeah, or been like, look over there! <laughs> They've been holding me for so long, but here I am! Like, you gotta sell it a little bit more. But then, like, another, it's an implied death, but uh, he get the bad guy gets kicked onto some uh, spikes. Spears, yeah. And, you know, we don't see the blood or anything, but we know that he fell down the spikes and got uh, got off. He got yes. mortal combated. He did. He got mortal combated. Yeah. I don't know. I think this movie's kind of silly and fun. It's not good, but it's silly. Okay, do you like it better than the new one? Let's talk about the new one for a okay. minute. I don't have a lot to say about it, because honestly, I found it to be actively terrible. Um... It has a good 
eight minutes or so of, um, you know, it's like a, a revenge movie. You know, it, like, it's a fridging of a family, the Scorpion family thing. But at least it's, like, a story and it has, like... You think, like, you're going to get, like, this revenge tale of Scorpion, the character of Scorpion, uh, being, like, on some kind of revenge path. But he gets killed and you think, like, is he out of the movie? The Scorpion guy's out of the movie? And then you're just like, what's going on? Like, why did we get this? Because then we change gears completely into the story of... Uh, a new character, Cole, who's apparently not, uh, not, was not a character from the games. Uh, Sonya Blade, who they managed to find the new basic, new, they found it basically a new Bridget Wilson in that she is also very incapable of delivering lines of dialogue. Yep. Uh, a Kano guy who's kind of funny, I guess. I don't know. He's about the same, to me, he's about the same as the other Australian guy that played Kano the first time. Um, but the, here's the thing, like, there's no there's no Mortal Kombat in the movie. Like they don't fight. Like they don't. There's no tournament. They have there's some random some random scrimmages where people get killed, but it's in the pit where they're training, or they don't actually get to any like actual tournament. It's all, it seems like it's all set up for another movie that's to come. And I don't know. I just found almost none of it to be very engaging. I thought the action was just as sloppy, if not worse, than the old one, and uh, less fun. And the ending fight with Sub-Zero and... Oh, spoiler, they're all back alive. Uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion was kind of okay, but, like, I don't know. I just... This <sighs> movie was a super big letdown. And it's it's gory, and it has the the brutal fights, but in a very superficial way, it does... It just feels like... It's like CGI blood, or a CGI fatality that doesn't have any weight to it. None of it seemed yeah, convincing. Yeah, even when they, they kill Goro and they he rips his guts out, essentially, that was just, like, not effective. Goro or K- Kano? The, I don't know. Whatever the forearm guy? Forearms. Oh, they, didn't he get, like, zapped back to life or whatever, though? I don't even know. See, some of this... They, like, disem- he gets, like, disemboweled. Oh, yeah. I don't know. See, it's just... I think I don't it's just remember. it's violent for the sake of being violent, but it doesn't have any weight to it. it doesn't feel like it, and it's like there's no blood, and then it's like right at the end there's a big gush of blood or whatever. At least like do like the raid redemption style where like when people get sliced in the middle of a fight, blood goes everywhere, and then they have to keep fighting, and the blood is still going everywhere. Or, or that, that, that that if you're gonna do Mortal Kombat, do it that way. And they do it all. By the way, they do all that practically, and it's just it's way. I mean, yeah. it, it's a little bit. I mean, some of those movies that there was one that came on Netflix that I think is a little bit too much. It was oh, a little yeah. bit rough to watch, but I at least appreciate the approach of just being like, if you're gonna be bloody, let's do it. I don't know. I did not. I would watch Mortal Kombat 1995 uh, like a hundred more times oh, than watching the new one again. I agree. I just did not like it. I did. Yeah, I didn't care about a lot of the characters. And it goes back to the same problem that kind of plagues these video games. I mean, it just it lacks any kind of perspective that makes sense. At least in the 95 version, there's an attempt to give Luke King, like, at least, like, it's his movie a little bit. And it feels like it's his perspective and the other two a little bit, rather than just feeling like an exercise and showing me gore. I don't know. So yes, while PG-13 Mortal Kombat is maybe not the ideal way of Mortal Kombat, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's truer to like what I want from a movie like that than I would get from from the new one. I agree. Yeah, I don't know. It was I, a letdown. Like, that's all I have to say about it, really. Watch the old one. Totally. It's got basically the same characters. Same characters, and they actually fight in a tournament. Yeah, multiple fights. Okay, the last thing we have to talk about, though, and it's... I mean, the only problem, the, the you know, the main fatal flaw of Mortal Kombat 1995 is it can't top its first five seconds, which is the 
Mortal Kombat yell, followed by that amazing techno. Like, you can't top that. There's nowhere for that movie to go. It's so good, right? Nothing that you're going to do is going to be better than that. You start at 100. There's nowhere to go. You got to go back down to 90 at the least. Right? And then at the end of the movie... <laughs> I was leaving silence here hoping you would stop so that when I edit this, I could insert insert it. I will never stop talking. <laughs> no, but at the end, like, they play the... Like, it's the trailer version, too, where they go... The names of them, that goes, mm-hmm. Liu Kang. Yes. Sub-Zero. Yes. Sonya Blade. You're just like, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Give it to me. That's cool. Give it to me every day. Yeah. Love it. Did you play Mortal Kombat? Well, I, um... A little bit, not really. I was more of a Street Fighter kid. Um, I liked Street Fighter 2 a lot, so that was the game. I think my parents might have been a little bit, like, skittish with the Mortal Kombat um, until I was a little bit older. I mean, I played it at other, like, friends' houses and stuff like that. I don't know. It was fine. I just, I was, I just happened to be more of a Street Fighter kid, I guess. I feel like I played a lot of Mortal Kombat. Did you? Well, you said your, your cousins had it, so. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. any good, though. Just button mashing. Oh, and I, see, whenever I played it, too, the thing about it is, is, like, the cool shit where you, like, rip a spine yes. out, like, you have to know, like, the button you combo. Know, like, seven button combination. And the only time I ever learned button combos was for, uh, not even for Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters back in the day, because that game was hard on, because I had the Sega Genesis, that version was way hard. But when they made a, a fighting game with the Turtles on the Wii, which was not, like, a great game. But because I like turtles, I learned all those secret things. Of I learned did. the combination. because I was an adult and I knew how to do button combinations. I don't. I swear to God, when I was younger, I was like like you could you would even get the little guide. Yeah, and this was before the internet, right? So you'd have to actually keep your guide, not fucking lose it. Or you buy a Nintendo Power for you know yes, the week, the magazine month, or and whatever. it has it in there, and it's like okay, A X up. I'm like L-R-X-F-B, I can't do that shit. X F B. But what I learned, right. and I don't know if you know this, but I've learned in subsequent playing of most of the games is like. Yeah, if you just mash a bunch of buns, yes. something will happen. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. So yeah, if you, you figure that out. You learn some basic ones, but... I mean, even when I played Street Fighter, I could... I don't know. I never was able to do, like, the, the fireballs. Liu Kang does his little fireball at the end of this movie for some reason. So that's cool, I guess. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do any of that shit. It's hard. Turtle game, I know how to do it, though. Go get those button combos down. It's tough. No, so I didn't play it that much, but... Uh, yeah. Street Fighter. No. That's not what we're talking I about. I like Street Fighter better. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I played Street Fighter. I got Street Fighter. Guile. Does it look the same as Mortal Kombat? Bison. Yeah. I mean, like same generation. Ah. Yeah, same generation. Just, you know. Mortal Kombat doesn't have a, a interlude level where you kick a car. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> That's all I have to say about Mortal Kombat. Good poll, Tyler. <laughs> yep. All right. This has been an episode of Old Millennials Remember Movies. We talked about Mortal Kombat, the old one. And the new one. And the new one. Don't watch the new one. No, definitely don't spend By the time this episode comes out, you won't be able to watch it on HBO Max anyway. Yeah, <laughs> we watch it for free. We did it on purpose. Yeah. We decided to hold it back until after you could even watch it on HBO Max. You have to go to the theater and watch it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will talk at you another episode. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Oh, my God.